Hi guys, welcome back to Model Behavior. I hope you're all having a fantastic day. I am having a great time right now. My boyfriend has been traveling all week for work, so I'm home alone for the first time in a very long time, and I fucking love being alone in my apartment. Don't get me wrong, I love my boyfriend <laughs> and I love living with him, but oh my god do I love being alone. <laughs> And honestly, I mean this in the best way possible. I just think that living with other people and especially with a man or a partner can distract you from yourself sometimes without even realizing it, if that makes sense. Like, if you live with someone else, hopefully you know what I mean. But anyway, I've just been enjoying my own company and journaling a lot, reading, drawing, painting, baking watching a bunch of movies and just like dancing around in my own little world and it's been very cute and very fun. I also find it so much easier to fall into my feminine energy when I'm completely alone. So I've just been really trying to nurture that this week and strengthen it more so I can easily stay in that space when I'm also around other people. I'm also on my period so it's just like peak feminine energy <laughs> in here right now. And this is all kind of like why I wanted to make this week's episode about stepping into my divine feminine energy and just like how I learned how to do that and the different ways I practice embodying that energy. So if you don't know what the fuck I'm talking about, <laughs> that's fine. And let me try to explain the divine feminine as best I can. So basically... It is the feminine or goddess energy that exists in every single person on earth, whether male or female. Literally everybody has this female goddess energy and it has nothing to do with your gender. It does not matter if you're a man or a woman, everyone has both energies. They exist simultaneously. It's not like you're just like born one way or the other. But divine feminine energy is the counterpart to the patriarchal and masculine structures our society is based around. And these days, both men and women in our society tend to lean towards being in their masculine energy more often than the feminine. And some aspects of masculine energy are structure and schedule, routine, logic, and just like focus. It's more like doing and achieving things where feminine is more the nurturer and healer energy. And feminine energy would be more like sensuality, creativity, intuition, compassion, just like a very soft and flowing and evolving energy. And both are equally as sacred and important, but so many people struggle to balance those energies and I was definitely one of those people who lived in my masculine way more than my feminine for a really long time without even realizing it. I'm a very hardworking person, like I like to be doing things and I like I always have my main job, which is modeling, and I work really hard at that and I really enjoy that. But I also have like several little side hustles going at all times so that if I'm not modeling, I can make sure that I'm busy doing something else. And I'm always just trying to achieve something and do everything as best I can and make the most of every single second by trying to be just as productive as possible. And this puts me into my masculine energy basically 24-7, which again, masculine energy and being a person that has a high work ethic is not a bad thing. It's a great thing. 
there just needs to be that balance of gentle and nurturing feminine energy as well. And I was missing that. And honestly, it comes down to it being a societal thing. We live in a patriarchal society where the masculine high achieving energy is celebrated and rewarded with promotions and money and praise and validation. And society has conditioned us that success and just life in general is best performed with to-do lists and goals and hustling and being very type A and just like go, go, go all the time. And the world is just very focused on that kind of energy and it becomes unhealthy when we don't slow down or balance out that energy with some recovery and sensuality and just slowing down in order to become less rigid and be able to enjoy simple pleasures and just really take care of ourselves and the people around us and just step into that divine feminine energy that is needed just as much as that masculine energy is. Otherwise, we end up getting burnt out and overworked. I also used to very much be in my wounded feminine, which is a whole other thing that is not the same thing as masculine energy. Wounded feminine energy leads to being very judgmental, just like being a mean girl, gossiping, jealousy, like just being competitive, um, having bad body image is a big one, and just being emotionally closed off and manipulative. So not only was I operating in my masculine energy way too much, but I also needed to heal my feminine. So I'm kind of just going to walk you through how I changed that and got to a healthy and balanced place because this has been one of the greatest journeys I've ever been on with myself and I just feel like I have learned how to enjoy my life so much more and I feel more like well-rounded and calm and peaceful and just like very lovely (laughs) while also staying a productive and high achieving and like go-getter type of person. And I just want everyone to find this balance because it's really so rewarding and it takes so much just stress and pressure off of your back. The first thing is to recognize what's going on. You have to take a step back and examine how you're operating in the world and how you're showing up. Do some shadow work. Look at what is wounded. A lot of wounded feminine energy comes from trauma and putting up protective layers and walls around you to try and like prevent getting hurt. But in return, it also closes off your heart and keeps you in a very defensive and paranoid and just isolated place instead of a warm and nurturing and loving and open-hearted place, which is completely not your fault. So it's also important not to judge yourself as you're doing shadow work and kind of realizing where these wounded parts of you are and how it's affecting you. I'm gonna be real, I used to be a cold-hearted bitch (laughs) and I treated myself and men like shit in relationships. And when I realized how awful I had been acting, I was judging myself at first. I was like, oh my God, what is wrong with me? Why am I like this? This is not cool and I am not a good person. But then I realized that it was literally just defense mechanisms I had developed because of previous trauma. So I adapted to that trauma and subconsciously put up these walls because I thought I was protecting myself. But really, I was hurting myself and the people around me who were just trying to love me and I just would not let them. And I wouldn't let myself love myself either. So I had to first recognize my toxic habits and behaviors 
and then get to the root of them and figure out what they were stemming from and then heal those behaviors from the source. And the thing that helped me the most with this was journaling. I did a lot of shadow work in my journal. And if you don't know where to start and you've never done shadow work before, literally just Google or like look on Pinterest for shadow work journal prompts. And I actually just went way back in my journal to re to reread some of the first prompts that I ever wrote about so I could tell you exactly where and how I started. So the first two shadow work prompts that I ever even wrote down or thought about were who do I want to become and what am I holding on to from my past? So one future oriented question and one question about my past. And as I dove into what I was holding on to, I started to put together like, oh, like, okay, this is where I picked up this toxic behavior from. And this is why I've put up so many walls or why I'm so afraid of people getting close to me. But I'll give you some other good prompt examples too. Okay, so what are the ways in which I've been avoiding my trauma? What are the ways in which I have been protecting myself from feeling the pain of my trauma? What are you insecure about and why? What is something you're jealous of and why? Do you feel worthy of love? Why or why not? What are the beliefs you have about yourself due to your trauma? That was a huge one for me. And I really, really had to work on that for months. And honestly, I still work on that because for a long time, I felt like some of my trauma was my fault. And newsflash, no trauma is ever your fucking fault. Just a PSA. It's never your fault. But deep down, I felt like an accomplice to my trauma. And I blamed myself for putting myself in certain situations or not standing up for myself or things like that. And I just really took it out on myself. And I would always say like to other people like, oh, and like even in my head, I would say like, no, like, of course my trauma isn't my fault and of course it's my abuser's fault. But like almost subconsciously, I still blamed myself for parts of it and I didn't even realize that. And that was affecting how I felt about myself and what I thought I was worthy of or not worthy of. And honestly, I think just keeping a journal is cool. Like being able to look back like a few weeks or months or years down the road and then being able to see how much progress you've made and how much work you've put in on bettering yourself I just think that's really cool. So I'm a big advocate for keeping a journal and doing your shadow work. Okay, next thing is to cut out toxic friendships, especially toxic female friendships. You know, the ones that like kind of get like a little bit competitive or just like have a little bit of jealousy or selfishness in them. If you get that feeling that your friend wants you to do well, but not better than them yeah cut that shit out try to surround yourself with other women who are not in their toxic feminine and are completely selfless and just genuinely want you to succeed and see you do well and be happy and healthy there is nothing that feels more feminine and comforting and inspiring than being around other women embodying their divine feminine there's a reason that women's cycles sync up when they live together or like they're around each other all the time that energy flows between women and it is something 
so special and so sacred. So try to cut out the toxic friendships in your life and find women who are just pure with their intentions and show up fully supportive and uplifting. And I do this thing where I literally go on like friendship first dates and I'll message women who seem cool on like Instagram or TikTok and I'll just ask them to like grab a coffee or get lunch or something and I literally treat it like a first date and I just see if there's good chemistry and if I leave that interaction feeling drained or just like not feeling super great, it's a no for me, which is totally fine and I feel like it took me a while to realize that I can hang out with somebody new and try to make a new friend and then decide to not actually be friends with them. And I think when I was at a point where I didn't really have a lot of female friends in my life, I was just kind of desperate and like I would go meet new people and just try to force a friendship because I thought I just like really needed more friends. And like if they wanted to hang out, I felt like I needed to do that. But no, it's okay to meet new people and not want to become close friends with them. At the end of the day, even though I wanted more female friendships in my life, the people that I was making myself go hang out with were just not my vibe. So it was actually not beneficial to me because I would leave feeling drained and just like weird and it just was not it. And that's totally fine. You're not going to love everyone you meet. Just like with dating, you don't end up being in a relationship with every person you go on a date with. If you don't love their vibe, you usually don't try to force yourself to hang out with them again. Just protect your peace and the right women will find you and you don't need to force it. Just keep putting yourself out there and meeting new people until you find the women who you really want to build a connection with. And if you already have a good community of women who are in their healed, healthy, divine, feminine energy, just surround yourself with them as much as you can. And do things like go on hikes or like paint together or go to the beach together. And just do things that feel very feminine and cute and just like a safe space for you guys to hang out and just be creative. Okay, next thing is to tap into your intuition. Stop doubting your gut feelings. Intuition is not bullshit. It is there to help you. It is there to protect you. And it is an innately feminine thing. Like I'm sure you've heard people say like a woman's intuition or a mother's intuition. And like that shit is not a joke. And I think this also ties back to trauma a little bit where you can kind of shut down your intuition and you don't trust yourself anymore. And again, I think shadow work really helps with this. But really, you just have to start trusting yourself again and quieting down your anxiety so your intuition can start to come forward and take the lead. And negative emotions and anxiety can really cloud your intuition, which is why when you're in a negative headspace or depressed or angry or jealous, you make impulsive or bad decisions. So you have to practice putting those emotions aside and really listening to what your higher self knows you should do or not do. Your intuition protects you. And I think being guided by your intuition helps you kind of like surrender into the flow, like the flow of your life and just allows you to be guided by your higher self to send you in the right direction. And trusting your gut and your instincts really helps strengthen that connection to that divine feminine energy. And when that becomes united with your masculine energy in a good balance, your intuition will guide you there and then your masculine energy will step up and make the most 
of wherever your intuition takes you and set you up for success. So it's not like you just trust your intuition blindly and lose control and get lost or like don't stay on track or get things done. Just trust yourself. You know what's best and you will balance yourself out. The next thing can actually help with tapping into your intuition too, but it is grounding yourself. This is so important. There are a lot of ways to ground yourself, but I've had this one routine that actually my old therapist taught me when I was really young. I'm pretty sure I was like like 10 or 11. And visualization has always been the easiest way for me to do any sort of energy work. And I know some people struggle with this, but the more you practice it, I promise the easier it gets. So basically what I do is I sit somewhere or stand somewhere or lay down somewhere and it can literally be anywhere. But I usually try to do it outside, preferably, like with my bare feet on the ground. And I will just close my eyes and imagine like glowing roots growing from my root chakra, which is in like the middle of your pelvis, like kind of where your uterus is. And I imagine the roots expanding and growing into the ground and going down like through the dirt, through the rocks and just the layers of the earth until the roots reach the earth's core like the super like fiery molten lava core and then once the roots get there i start to soak up the energy from the core because that energy is there for you to tap into it's there for every being existing on this planet to connect to and tap into so i start to soak up that energy and visualize it going back up the root system and back through the layers of the earth until it gets back to my base and my root chakra and then it fills my entire body up with the light of that energy and connects me to the earth at the core and then i just see it filling my stomach and my chest and my arms and legs and fingertips and toes just my whole body and if it feels like any part of my body like just needs some extra love and attention i'll just take a moment and focus on that area my heart or my throat or my womb area and just really fill it with a bunch of light and energy. And sometimes I'll stop there if I'm just like doing it quickly or if I already just feel completely grounded after doing that. But if I'm still feeling like a little bit ungrounded or I just wanna do like a little bit extra, then after I feel super connected with the earth, I keep the roots down and keep that energy like flowing, but I will then start extending branches from my crown chakra, which is like the top of my head. And I'll keep growing that system of branches until it like reaches up through the sky and into the atmosphere and then up to the stars. And I'll start soaking up that energy from the stars and do the same thing as the roots and just pull that energy down the branches into my body and fill up my entire body and just basically create a cycle of energy flowing up through the earth, through my body, into the stars and back down through me and into the earth on just like an endless cycle. Hopefully <laughs> that made any type of sense to you, but that usually immediately makes me feel so much more present and connected to myself and the earth and the divine feminine. And I have struggled with dissociation for a really long time due to just trauma and PTSD and all that good stuff. And grounding myself like this is one of the only things that gets me out of my head and back into my body. And it might sound absolutely insane and <laughs> stupid and not real to you, but I swear by this. And this is such a huge part of my self-care routine. Okay, next tip is a huge one. 
rest. I still struggle with this. I have a really hard time just like letting myself have rest days or days off. And I sometimes feel like if I'm not productive, like if I'm not getting a million things done in a day and like going to the gym and running errands and just doing all this stuff that I am just like wasting a day. But it's so important to recognize that rest days are just as productive and just as important as super busy days. This is literally the definition of being in your masculine. Just constantly pushing and achieving and working and getting a million things done, which is great sometimes. And it's great to have days where you get a lot done. But your feminine needs you to rest and be gentle with yourself and take it slow. Recovery days and rest days are just as important, if not more important, than super productive busy days. When you're allowing yourself to rest, you're letting your feminine energy know that you're safe to let your guard down and relax. That is one of the most productive things you can do. Okay, last tip is to embrace your sensuality. Not to be confused with sexuality. Although self-pleasure and exploring with that is a really, really great way to tap into your feminine, I am talking about getting in touch with all of your senses. And some ways I do this is by practicing mindful eating because there are so many times where I'll just like mindlessly eat and barely even taste my food because I'm either like scrolling on my phone or watching TV or just like zoning out. And I'll get to the end of the meal and realize that I barely even tasted my food or enjoyed eating. And this can also be an eating disorder thing, like completely just like checking out when you eat. But focusing on the flavors and the textures and taking your time with every bite and just like really enjoying it and letting it be a pleasurable experience is a great way to tap into sensuality. Or just like sitting outside and being mindful of everything you hear like the birds or how the breeze feels on your skin or like what the grass feels like and how it smells outside and just enjoying how great it feels for your body to be outside and just getting out of your head and back into your body by using your senses and also being in water immediately grounds me and like if I'm able to drive out to the ocean when I'm feeling just really out of touch or dissociated I go straight there and just dive into the water and float and just close my eyes and feel how weightless my body feels and just like almost submit to the ocean and the waves and the tide and I just let the water cleanse me and ground me. Also little self-care routines like bubble baths or long showers like if I can't get to the ocean and I'll just like take a really long shower where I wash my hair and exfoliate and do the whole thing and like Just really take the time to feel the water and the soap on my skin and all the different scents of like my soaps and shampoos and stuff. And then just putting on lotion afterwards and feeling how that feels on my skin. That all just like really helps me connect to that divine feminine energy and and sensuality. Also dancing to music, that's a really good one. Just like putting on some music that makes you feel sexy and just letting your body move to the music. That's also a really good one that makes me feel very feminine and just like sensual and like very flowy. But those are pretty much all of like my main practices that I have for stepping more into my divine feminine and healing the toxic parts and balancing out the masculine energy. 
So hopefully you found this helpful in some way. Feel free to um, like DM me with any questions or anything like that. And I can definitely make a follow-up like Q&A about this if you guys want to. But yeah, just go be your most sensual divine bad self. (laughs) Anyway, I love you guys so much. I hope you have a great rest of your day and I will see you next time.